Okay, so then what? She's going back, and if so, what are you going to do? You're going to commute back and forth from Chino, and if you're commuting, whose car are you going to take? How are you going to pay for gas? How are you going to do that? What freeway is your freeway of choice? You're going to take the 55 to the 5, or are you going to take the 91 to the 71? If you're going to take the whoa. 70, just, just whoa. Okay, I'll just whoa. The thing is, you guys kissed, and I think you should have a plan because it's kind of a big deal. No, it's not a big deal. Just making it a big deal. Really? Really? I mean, I don't even know when I'd see her again. Hi, Teresa. Hey. Hey. We're just discussing your plan. What plan? Yeah. Exactly. I just had the morning off. I thought you guys might need a ride to school. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah. I hope it's okay me stopping by. It's fine. Come on. Yeah, sure. Why wouldn't it be? Okay. Marissa. Hello. Hey. Teresa. Hi. I didn't think you'd be. Stan, yeah, well. <laughs> What's up? Uh, nothing. I just thought maybe you guys would need a ride to school. Oh, thanks. Cool. Well, I can go with Marissa, and Ryan and Teresa can go together. No, no, Seth, really, it's okay. Actually, it makes more sense if you take them. Why? Because we go to the same school, or because I live here? I'll go with Marissa, uh, and Ryan and Teresa can go. Yeah, sorry. Together. You know what, I should have called first I anyway. Um, uh, I'll just see you guys at school. Yeah, I shouldn't just stop by. I'm gonna go. No, no, wait, wait. It's, uh, Call me later. Well, looks like we're hitchhiking. California, here we come. Right back where we started from. California. Welcome to the Bro C Bitch, your top rated OC rewatch podcast hosted by Bros. I am your host, John Anderson, and joining me as always, a man who I'd like to defrag my hard drive, Tyler Treese. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I've, I've defragged a few hard drives in my day. <laughs> Go ahead, please. Just say it. Just say it, John. <laughs> And a man who I invite over to help me with my DSL, Alex O'Neill. Oh, no! Uh, uh, dick sex location. <laughs> dick oh, sex location. And see. very special, very special guest bro this week. The man who brought us all together, who you can blame or thank for the existence <laughs> of the bro C. A man who will not stand for you insulting Journey or Steve Perry, Mr. Harold Price. Great to be here. The accidental co-founder of the Bros. <laughs> <laughs> the unintentional, get- why are we talking about the OC, co-founder of the OC. Bro you know, when you they mentioned that, DSL um, uh, during this episode, I forgot that it was like an internet uh, type. I thought they were talking about dick-sucking lips. And I think it was multiple entendre. Um, Boy, was I But wrong. the... <laughs> You're so multiple young. Multiple um, <laughs> <laughs> So... Um, so Harold, I hope you got that that journey cut because there's a journey reference in this episode yeah. uh, that I popped. For. I have a point I want to make about that when we get there. Okay, I well, we will, uh, yeah, we, we do we do every we do everything in order on this show. It's a yeah, very tight we ship. We'll <laughs> we'll ask we'll ask you to move on to talk about fucking switch news for twenty minutes uh, <laughs> or something. 
I no. this this ship has never been looser. <laughs> yes, we recorded no, this. this is... We just recorded um, H Bob and Friends one nineteen. So yeah, <laughs> we're we're warmed up. Guys, we're on yeah. fire here. Let's we'll, quick quick warm up, warm up round. What's your favorite Journey song? Harold, go. Don't stop believing. Basic. Alex, go. Um, um not don't stop believing. <laughs> Some other song. Tyler, go. Uh, Tyler, go. And Wheel anyway, they want it. Got it. <laughs> anyway, they want it. Also, See, Alex just stole my thunder. I, I got nothing. Mine is separate. Anyway, mine separate ways, which is the fucking song that's in this episode, as a banger of a journey song. I like the live in Japan version. Because right. uh, fucking in the middle of the song, Steve Perry just like thanks. He like says like two phrases in Japanese, and it's like so fucking cool. Yeah, it's also man. way faster when he does it live. It's like yeah, the song people like don't know this shorter. about Steve Perry, but he is a certified weeaboo. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he is. Fucking love Steve Perry. He he's on the <laughs> which he, is which is only fitting that he was like uh, he was uh, replaced by an Asian guy. He he was reincarnated into the body of his replacement. That's what we know because Journey the Journey never stops. <laughs> it's actually a metaphor think, for the video I, I don't game think he Journey. Died did he? Or is he dead? Steve Perry? I don't know. No, I think he, he just was, got kicked out some, of the band. I don't think he... He had some health issues. Died. Um, so, hey, we're here to talk about uh, episode 21 of the OC, The Goodbye Girl. Hit me with that sweet, sweet dis- description. Hey, uh, that tr- aired just a few days after my 25th birthday. <laughs> yeah, I, I did put the air date, so I, can we at least acknowledge this so I didn't like put in that I short pr- for nothing? I did appreciate that. This aired on March 2nd, 2004. Um, Teresa's decision to remain in Newport pleases Ryan. Uh, let me just throw it out here, a little interjection in these uh, Hulu descriptions. Really uh, some interesting uses of words, uh, like pleasing... Uh, Jimmy witnesses an intimate moment between Julie and Luke. Seth races to the airport to stop Anna from leaving for Pittsburgh. Um, see the goodbye girl um, again. Oh, multiple multiple layers to each title of the episode um, because the OC was far ahead of its time, but also right in right in the exact perfect time. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, where do we want to start? First, uh, Harold, host of H-Bomb and Friends, at USF H-Bomb on Twitter. I uh, yes. just want to g- give proper, proper thank yous there. Mm-hmm. Uh, give him his dap. Uh, give, him his, give him that digital dap. Um, yeah, the mascot of soon-to-be-defunct game developer Harmonix. Um, I, Harold, I call need... call a game developer? They're, they're a game platform. It's an idea. Um, I want to know, Harold, was this the first and only ever episode of the OC you have watched? Yes! Oh my god, that makes it so good. (laughs) I, assuming, like, I came into this assuming that you were definitely going to hate it, but I want to know, give me your honest thoughts on the OC as a fine product of Once WB. For one one thing, it was Fox, not the WB. Sure, it was. It's on the CW now, so it's all just reincarnated, just like Steve Perry. <laughs> and two, um, yeah, it's not a total piece of shit, but it's it's not the kind of show I got into. I mean, it's kind of like 
straight up 90210 clone. And I've only ever seen uh, like two or three episodes of that. I can okay. I've never watched I've never watched 90210, but I can I see I watched that. the episode where um Bare Naked Ladies made their US television debut. Okay. Because Jason Priestley is a big fan and he directed that episode. Oh cool. Jesus Christ. I w- I was not awesome. expecting um I guess that's the next episode. I'll save it then. Hold on to that. Uh yeah, I would I would take this as probably not your cup of tea. Uh this episode though, banger. Uh oh. <laughs> collective collectively agreed uh of the OC, this one was a good one to just come into. They so look just looking from here on out, they finish they finish season one strong as fuck. They totally oh, yeah. make up for the Oliver the Oliver arc, like and crush crush the the end of this season. It's for a second so- I thought the show For a second I thought this show took place in Japan because I thought I was seeing strong style. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Oh too sweet. There's quite a few actors I recognize from other shows um on here. Partic- particularly two of the guest actors. Who are they? Uh, so, hey, so I just want to put this out there. We don't refer, like, no, these people are the characters. We, we, <laughs> okay. we're, we're kayfabe only, so you refer to the characters by their names <laughs> and nothing else. So, yeah, we've got etiquette around here, Harold. From other shows. So, why is Ryan yeah, you, going out with Amita from Numbers? <laughs> yeah, you can, tell, oh, you can talk sh- about how Ryan, Ryan grows up to become. Uh, <laughs> Fucking Batman or some shit. I don't know. I don't watch that show. Commissioner Gordon. Uh, <laughs> Commissioner Gordon. Ryan is he does Commissioner become, Gordon. He does become Batman at one point during the comics. And Sandy winds up working for the CIA. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, he got hit by a train one time, and Sandra Bullock and a, like, went all creepy on him. That's right. And Francis starred in a few pornos. <laughs> and uh, uh, Danny... Um, uh, Summer's ex-boyfriend, Mr. Skadoosh himself, went on to be nothing. <laughs> uh, no, he's on some shit. He's on some, like, ABC Family Comedy or some shit. Uh, I reiterate, he went on to be nothing. <laughs> Guys, let's talk and about let's talk about this fucking episode. Wait, wait, what, oh, what other characters? Summer dated the mother from How I Met... Or was a roommate of the mother from How I Met Your Mother? Hmm. Wait, did she date her too? Because that'd be kind of hard. No. <laughs> God damn it! Tyler. I think she kissed her. <laughs> okay. There we go. Whoa, dude, that giggle it. after you said I think he they kissed her. Like I'm gonna isolate that sound. It just that's my new ringtone. <laughs> Harold's got that that cold giggle. Mm-hmm. I need you to feel better, Harold. Okay. Um, let's talk oh, about man. it, John. What you got? I'm, like, there's some nonsense about, like, Teresa not having a plan, but she's fucking 17, so so she should not have a plan. But we need to yeah. focus on what the fucking main story here, and that's Anna. is Anna drops a truth bomb at lunch that she's leaving for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is the deal with Anna? I mean, who is she in respect to... Um, she's, she's the perfect so woman? Her- yeah, she's the perfect uh, she woman. She and Seth were a thing, and now he's dating Summer. Yes, yep. correct. Okay. And also, yeah. John Anderson and Tyler Therese are in love with her. 
<laughs> Although John um, was dissing her hair the last episode, what what so what are your thoughts on her hair this episode, John? It's still a little her. flat, but she's amazing. She's perfect. She's fucking perfect, dude. She has yeah, possibly like one summer. of the. Be- uh, yeah, well, I'm, hey, no counting. I'm on Team Summer as well, but like, I like Anna. I'm gonna miss Anna, dude. I just I, like, so like the great I'm thing like, is that Anna moves <laughs> to Pittsburgh. Which means now she's closer to me. Um, <laughs> so. people, people can't see it, but John rolled his eyes so hard at me when I said I'm on Team Summer, and it was fantastic. Anna's so perfect. Um, anyway, she drops his, so like, and then you know Seth basically like continues to think everything's all about him which he might be right at this point but like as it's pointed out several times it's like dude don't say this out loud like he thinks anna's leaving because he uh professed his love for for summer which is more or less probably a little bit true um mm-hmm. but like seth is so fucking mm, i just want to <laughs> punch him so many times, yeah, like, he's, he's making he's, he's making out with Summer, and, and like this is much later in the episode, it's like, oh, you know, I can't stop thinking about this, this my ex girlfriend. Let's see cheeseburgers yeah. now. Yeah, I what just fuck, didn't bro? get that. Listen, um, like this... people, I mean, it makes sense, and it's like it fits the South character that somebody who would go to r slash Kotaku in action would like think the world like revolves around them. That's one. So like, it's very fitting. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, like, I, I definitely call call him out for some uh, GG tendencies at at some point. But like, I noticed you referred to, in the notes, Tyler, because uh, as we come back from from Phantom Planet, we we see uh, you call him Ultimate Guy Luke. I I have him down here in my notes as Sensitive Guitar Guitar Guy Luke. Yeah, can uh, we talk about the moment where Marissa comes back to school and fucking Lucas is sitting there playing guitar on campus for fucking no reason? Yeah. No, he, there's a damn good like, reason, and that's because chicks dig acoustic guitars. And he just it's looks true. up and he's like, hey. And she's like, hey. Honestly, Isn't he the perfect OC drinking in that moment, game, though? He oh is God, perfect so in that perfect. moment. <laughs> the OC really drinking great. game where you, uh, where you have to t- take a drink every time someone says hey. Uh, you'd get so fucking drunk. <laughs> Is that what you and Katie did while you were watching this fucking episode? I had a drink. It was terrible. Uh, they make <laughs> yeah, Booker, you spiked. gotta make your own dinner. Yeah, they yeah. Make Bo- the- Book- Booker's gonna order it Domino's. Fucking- <laughs> it was like 10.30pm, but I had a uh, a seltzer. They have these spiked seltzers that are not very good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it tastes, it tastes like it sounds. Yeah, it does uh, not sound good. <laughs> so, like, you know... <laughs> What is up with this show? Like, Marissa goes and offers Luke... Like, Luke offers Marissa advice on, like, dealing with the Ryan situation. Um, Seth and Anna are walking, and he, there's playful, like, touching. Like, this is an inappropriate way to to deal with your exes. I will I, say, like, it is it is shocking how well these people get along after very, tumer- uh, very tumultuous uh, breakups, you know? I, I do want to want to say though, like the the scene where where Marissa and Luke have real talk was was very inspiring to you know a Mayweather Luke fan, um, kind of c- coming into it when he deserved it, uh, and that scene is like you know it ended because I deserved it. It was it was good moments. I'm just I'm just proud of Luke for Luke, all the Luke growing he's owns his mistakes except for when it comes to like banging a hot milk. <laughs> like he's still kind of into that, which it's hard to blame him. What did you, you know, Harold? Without context, what did you think of Luke 
uh, Mr. More Jaw Than Body. <laughs> yeah. He was kind of a throwaway character in this episode. Except for the part where he's, he's fucking Marissa's uh, mom. <laughs> and you know what? I didn't even pick up on the fact that she was Marissa's mom. That, yeah, they don't um, have a lot of scenes until, like the Yeah. I just... I didn't even know her name at that point, so I just thought of her as the red-haired, red-headed cougar. Yeah, you know it's important to know. Um, we have been referring to Julie Cooper as a as a pedophile here, but as as in light of recent news regarding Milo Jan Kapilopoulos, um, we now have a proper term to describe Julie Cooper. She is actually uh, an ephibophile. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but um, that means they're. Sexually attracted to adolescents, but not children. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is the kind of thing that, that Milo Yagalopoulos would uh, snuffle up against, would probably call a distinction <laughs> to. Yeah, so Milo's just, just to <laughs> make sure we don't offend anybody who's a... And, well, actually, if you're an ephibophile, fuck you. But, um, <laughs> you know, just to get that clear. Okay, good. Thank you, Tyler. I appreciate the, the PC, the politically correct moment of the week. Oh yeah, I'm sorry if we offended any like sex offenders in our fan base, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> like clearly, I gotta watch out there. <laughs> that's good. Uh, Tyler, they're, oh, they're all they're, they're coming down on you if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, my fucking uh, DMs are gonna be a mess this week. So, um, um, so right it's immediately after in five school. states, you fuck. <laughs> Please save me, John. Continue. So immediately after like these school scenes, Luke goes over to uh, Julie Cooper's house and fucking the return of Caitlin. Uh, yeah. Caitlin yes. one, I should say. This is Caitlin one. Yeah, who's grown Caitlin. like a lot since the beginning of the season. No, no. By the way, well, but this is still Caitlin one. Caitlin two comes back in like season three or season four as a, mm-hmm. a different actress who's three years older. Mm-hmm. You mean Caitlin um, gets a is- bunch of. Uh- Plastic surgery in kayfabe. Yeah, so yeah, she, she like so Shailene Wood. Caitlin opens the door, and this twelve-year-old girl flirts with uh, flirts with Luke, which was like See, really. Now, if Luke had had gone for Caitlin in that moment, he'd be a pedophile. See that these are the yeah. distinctions uh, we have to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, gotcha. Tyler, for clarifying what did not need to be clarified. <laughs> Somebody, we're gonna get. Hey, don't don't at me. Uh, well, actually, you know, we're trying uh, to educate and entertain our listeners. Like, I edutain. believe that's important. Edu- this is edutainment. Brought to you by the OC. The more yeah, you know. Caitlin's so, really in the Luke, man. She she tells Jolie to go away because she's talking to her man. It's, it's uh, I believe it's pronounced mans. <laughs> oh man, whose mans uh, is this? Whose mans is this? I was about to say that. So I also um, uh, so it's, uh, he he comes over to fix the DSL and uh, Julie Cooper says something about while she really would like to have high speed internet, um, it's not worth somebody being suspicious or some shit like that. Yeah, and just in time, Jimmy Cooper shows up to hang out and talk and talk about how weird this is for everyone. Right? This is weird, right? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's great because like they have no chill. Because Julie, like, like Jimmy's probably not even, like, suspecting anything at that point. And Julie is like, he's here to defrag my hard drive. 
Uh, for your reference, that's Harold, the ex-husband, right? Yeah, J- Jimmy is the guy that he looks like a like a Velociraptor uh, if it Rar, was a human. Velociraptor, or like you know, like those, also- those dinosaurs with the shaved like heads. He looks like that. Um, but it, it's definitely it worth noting that he he ran a Ponzi scheme on everybody and is like miraculously not in jail. But he's like the Orange County's Bernie Madoff. Yeah, isn't it Madoff? Yeah. We've said Matt off twice because yeah, he because he, he made off with your money. Asshole, <laughs> oh shit, John, that was fucking great. Too sweet, man. Yeah, <laughs> Harold, don't too, don't too sweet anybody ever on this show. That's my. Reply. He doesn't have his video up. Um, yeah, it's okay. I don't even know the context of too sweet. So it's a wrestling thing. Yeah, I yeah, don't watch wrestling. wrestling. I haven't watched wrestling since two thousand one. I, I I've never watched wrestling. So. Well, this was a, this was like 1997 when the Too Sweet was popularized by the NWO. Too Sweet, <sighs> something, something, something. Uh, so yeah, I lo- can we talk about the phrase "defragger hard drive"? Because like that sound like that comes across as very sexual to me. Uh, defragger. Is he putting potato in that salad? Like, what the fuck was he putting in the salad? It looked like potato. He, it was a red potato for sure. I don't know why he was doing that um do we want to address like the adult subplot to this episode at Ugh. All? the i have i just have a note that says the c plot sucks and i i put it with uh, i spelled sucks with an x uh souks i believe is the technical pronunciation mm-hmm. of that. so i guess i guess the c plot is that uh they're still dealing with the the legal issues that caleb has um and the and he's trying to convince San- sandy to go with him and uh do his dirty Work for him. Do the dirty. What did um, Caleb do? He like eh, he, some he, business he, ex- ethics. <laughs> yeah, it's about ethics and uh in real estate. So he was <laughs> a typical businessman. <laughs> he yeah, he pretty he much paid some guy to like get drunk and stumble into rooms that were actually meeting rooms where people were having like super uh confidential things that would be super privy to another businessman in the same industry. And then that guy was going to blackmail him if he didn't get a get a jail free card. Um, yeah, he got arrested, so he's mm-hmm. holding up Caleb if he doesn't get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, so Sandy was all like, "Yo, tell Kirsten," and then Caleb was like, "Okay, I guess." And then she's like, "Oh, my dad's a terrible human being." Whoops. So this is kind of like not That's the whole how- plot. Business business ethics work. I forget if he tells her in this episode or the, the next one. Caleb tells Kirsten, but like basically, she did have plausible deniability until he told her stuff. Lawyer wife kind of verified this for me. Um, like Thanks, she lawyer was wife. Pre- yeah, she was pretty fine until until uh, until he blew it. Like being like a fucking narc. Um, but I mean, yeah, I'm, trying to I'm not a legal expert, but even I was like. This is not what you would want to do in this situation, Sandy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, for the sake of drama, though, it was real good. I was into it. Um, but that's all right. That's so, the C plot. Yeah, the C plot blows. Let's return to Harold reenacting a scene with uh, with Tyler. I really yeah, okay. just to am set I up Ryan this or scene. Am I Seth? <laughs> oh, Jesus, let's think. That is. I, a, do we a want question. to? Do you want to be Gamergate or do you want to be like Future Batman? It's up to you. I feel like there's only one choice in that. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> Harold's thinking it over. He's like, oh. you need future future commissioner Gordon. Who becomes uh, Batman? It's, it's, in all it's, fairness, uh, the, the the Ryan Atwood plays plays Batman in a uh, in one of those animated DC movies. So he's fucking oh, yeah. Batman. Okay, all right, I'll take that. I'll be Batman. Okay, so you do you read Ryan's scene and uh, just to set this up, Ryan and Seth are at the guest room. Okay. So she's leaving. No, she's staying. What? Did you talk to Anna? Anna? She's moving back to Pittsburgh. Anna's going back to Pittsburgh? Uh, not anymore, according to you. I'm totally confused. She, Anna, is leaving. She, Teresa, is staying. Right, got it. So she really is moving. It sucks. I think it's because of me. I can't believe I caused the girl to leave the state. The county, maybe. Sure. Fine. You really think it's because you? Well, I mean, we broke up. She went back east. She had a great time. She comes back only to see me standing on a coffee cart, declaring my eternal love for summer. Maybe she just doesn't feel that comfortable here. Not everyone does. I know, I get that. But if it's because of me, maybe I can talk her out of it. Except for the fact that I can't ask her if it's because of me without sounding terribly self-absorbed. And I'm not self-absorbed. Right, Ryan? Me? Me? Huh? Me? Sorry. Me. Just think about Teresa. <laughs> Scene! <laughs> Why does he say me so many times? <laughs> because he's the most self-absorbed fucking douchebag. That's why. I mean... Yeah, I like he's, this uh, next he, note that just says he's Joey's dream dream guy though. Oh yeah, for sure. Much like John, I didn't give much of a fuck about the C plot here. I liked the C plot, but you know I get it. That's fine. It was fine. There just wasn't much to recap other than Caleb saying, "Kiki, I'm a piece of shit." <laughs> <laughs> Can we just have you play Caleb throughout the rest of the podcast? <laughs> Yeah, it is really helpful to have, to have lawyer wife uh, verify some of this stuff. She's going to come on the show at some point. Guest bro, Katie Anderson. Um, oh, yes, please. Dope. Can she yeah. be my guest wife? <laughs> <laughs> John's face. You don't see it, but I'm face falling right now. Oh, no. Uh, John's face of just sheer disgust <laughs> was, was fucking incredible. Uh, I'm not sure the implications of what I just said, but... So Marissa's trying. Marissa's talking to Ryan about some <laughs> bullshit, uh, and then Eddie fucking shows up, like this twenty-two-year-old guy who's ostensibly engaged to a seventeen-year-old girl shows up and at he, this before very- he moves to before he moves to an odd town in Maine and opens up a bar. I have think, no fucking clue what you're even talking about Haven. Okay, Haven. What is, okay. Sci-fi Wait, or sci-fi. Haven is that the like what? That's it's, a, the, it's a TV show. Oh, I just know this sci-fi. the dude from he, he's in uh, he's in the fucking uh, remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Anyway, so this fucking twenty two year old guy shows up. He was also in the later years of Kids Incorporated. Prior to all of this, <laughs> I didn't hear and that, but I'm gonna assume you said he was in Kids Incorporated, or perhaps that's what I that. said. Okay, yeah, sweet. He also looks like he's, he's on the 20, Electric Factory, like twenty eight, maybe even thirty five on a good day. You, oh like, my god, at some point during this, like, Katie said that Anna looked old, and I almost fucking punched her. 
<laughs> oh, dude, you should like I'm not one to to advocate domestic violence, but yeah, you really should have. Um, so anyway, so Eddie, this fucking yeah, this like <laughs> this, guy, this middle-aged man shows up at at a, a very prestigious private high school to yell at a a 16-year-old boy sitting in the fucking like student lounge. Um, really inappropriate. Like, just wow. <laughs> I hope this is like for way her. post Columbine and shit. Like, like how how lax is the security there to where this dude can just stroll in and like pull a guy by his shirt? And meanwhile, scream, Ryan got caught burgling. <laughs> but Ryan yeah. got caught breaking into the school at night. Like, yeah, but this guy on, can't security? get stopped coming at? coming into this. Well, I guess it was he was specifically removed because he was in like the lounge, which was for faculty and students only, apparently. Yeah. Uh, hey, sir, we noticed you were wearing Dickies head to toe and not Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh, so I, I think you might not belong here. What do you mean? Who are you? Uh, I want to believe that even the staff has to wear Abercrombie and Fitch. He comes up to sir. Uh, sir, you're vaguely ethnic, and we know there are no ethnic people at this school. Oh, so I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> Also, for the record, fuck Abercrombie. There you go. Yeah, of course. It's all about uh, banana. What about, what about Fitch, though? How's Fitch? Yeah. Is he alright? Fitch, I, I, I like. I don't even. I, I have no comment on Abercrombie and Fitch. I walked into one of their stores once and was hit with a wave of uh, uh, perfume, and then I suffocated. <laughs> they spray Fitch all the, the per- they spray perfume on all the all the all the uh, all the clothes. All the people there. Yeah. Yeah. All their yeah. employees. Uh, I will. Uh, as as I mean, we it's are a good thing. In these it's a good episodes. thing that they spray all that perfume around because, like, it would be really like a shame if you walked in there and you didn't immediately recognize that the store is for like complete douchebags. But because of that aroma, you immediately know your surroundings and you're like, oh, okay. That then, makes you, sense. then you suffocate and die. Yeah, I got you. So you guys want one of those John Anderson patented uh, truth bombs that I drop on every episode? Yeah. Yeah, tell us about how you definitely wore a shitload of Abercrombie and Fitch in high school and uh, early college. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, like a lot. Isn't it it the one that's got the logo with the crocheting dude on the horseback? Is that what I'm thinking about? Is that something else? Uh, It was a a moose. So it was really, really popular uh, in the uh, around the turn of the century, and I was in high school, and you know. Eh, is what it is. Hey, live your life, John. Don't fucking tell any. Let anybody tell you how to live your life. No, but like, don't wear Abercrombie and Fitch. That was like, they're a bad company for bad people. Uh, well, yeah. I, I mean, uh, now I'm just saying, like in in 2000, you you, you do you. Still rock of I like. Is it weird that I still like cargo shorts? Yes. Uh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the funnel straw. Ryan and Teresa Bone and. Because wait, wait, wait! Before before we get to this, I just want to say that uh, I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I take right. her if I, I take her if I had one one wish. <laughs> She's, She's been, been gone, gone since, since that summer. summer. Since that summer. Since that summer bummer. <laughs> it's one of my go-to I, I, karaoke songs. I don't know what's happening, but I ah uh, like summer I, girls by LFO. Come on, rest rest in peace, rest in peace, Rich Nice. Come oh, on, man! New, new kids worked. on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. I actually worked a concession stand at a Britney Spears LFO concert back in college. Jesus, Fuck. I am never been more jealous of you. 
<laughs> that that sounds like prime like mid to late 2000s material or even oh, no, like late 90s early yeah early odds yeah. tyler uh so i'm looking at i'm looking at your notes here and you also like you and katie both called out uh death cab for cutie uh so yeah. maybe hey maybe you can be her guest husband and you fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I immediately recognized that song. I'm like, hey, that's Death Cab. What, what scene was that? Was, uh... Oh, okay. Got it. I I know like three people that are really into Death Cab for Cutie, and it just right over my head. My are wife they loves all Death Cab. I like, uh, we, I mean, I really, I like Death Cab, but I really, really like the Postal Service. We were fortunate enough yes, to I love when the they did their, their reunion tour a couple years ago, and it was fucking incredible. I'm so jealous um, of you. It was so it was it was weird because uh, you get to see like how like a bunch of uh, like ostensibly like liberal white uh, Seattleites like were are a bunch of racist scummers because um, so they had uh, do you guys know who uh, Big Frida is? Yeah, yeah. Big so Frittata? Big Frida no. o- twerking. Big Frida right? opened for open for Death Cab, and all these people were like, or not Death Cab uh, for the Postal Service, and just like all these like repugnant tweets were like, "What the fuck is this?" Blah 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 blah. I mean, granted, it's a weird pairing, but uh, it was interesting to say the least. Over my again, just like Death Cab for Cutie, over my head. The Queen of Hey, so Alps. did you guys know? Did you guys know that Teresa is supposed to be Hispanic? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because if you didn't know, like when Ryan shows up to her hotel, she's lighting those a bunch of those candles that have like pictures of saints on them, which is to indicate that she is she's Hispanic, and then they use that later to when the candles are gone to denote that she's she's in fact left. Okay, so that's like her. I thought those were just like sex candles. That too. <laughs> They're multi-purpose. Yeah, they they could be both. It's just like the title of the OC episodes. They're multi-purpose. See, the OC is not always uh, like particularly clever with uh, mentioning that she's uh, Hispanic, as they said telenovela like eighty times in the last episode. Yeah. The, the like the funny part is that like so the the actress that plays Teresa is actually like half Indian, half German. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Actually. Yeah, she's Indian <laughs> on numbers. Yeah, you tell me there's like there's no Hispanic actresses to play the like one person of color that's been on this fucking show so far. I feel no. like I've seen Teresa and other stuff too, um, and I feel like she's also played other Hispanic characters. But I don't know. I have nothing to contribute to that. Uh, I I, I remember either. on numbers. Um, the my the friend whole... was on numbers. He played like a, a killer or some shit. Oh, nice! Let me just fuck. murder some people with numbers. That's what that shows. I about. forget. Or was he a like? Was he a kid toucher? I forget if he because he was a kid toucher on on uh, on uh, Law and Order. Let me look him up. Man, what what a what a life! If only everybody could be a kid toucher on Law and Order. Dum dum. There's still hope for you yet, Tyler. Thank you. <laughs> you know, everybody has yeah, their goals in life. Yeah, they're still making Law and Order, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, Law and Order will never end. I'm convinced it'll go on forever. It's not like the OC. It's not finite. Oh man, yeah. he made two separate appearances on SVU. SVU seven years apart, playing different characters. That's Did they good. both touch kids. Oh, it's SVU numbers. So numbers. I feel like he was definitely on fucking numbers. Jeez, my 
this dude does a lot of TV work. Anyway, my friend Tom Pelfrey, he was a uh, uh, soap opera actor. And then he follow him on Twitter so, at numbers. numbers. Are you looking up this character's history? Sorry, I'm going on a tangent. Uh, we should do something else. We uh, what are the we whole do? episode. Where am I? Call, where this is the, the welcome to the bro see bitch. Bitch. <laughs> um. <laughs> The whole episode culminates in like the party, the Caleb's Man of the Year party, uh, and man, this is, it, it was good to have like another OC things about to pop off party where a lot of shit happens. Uh, Anna gives a letter saying goodbye to Seth to Ryan because she. Can't oh wait, say wait, did we talk him. about Ryan and Theresa Bannon? Yeah, I said they boned. Okay, well there was like some good imagery there. <laughs> Well, first off, there's a great part where they start making out, and then... Ryan says, we doing this? Ryan interrupts to talk about, to bring up Eddie. And I'm like, bro. But uh, then they, they get back into the action. But I put in my notes, uh, as Eddie gets cucked, they show him sitting in his car crying as Theresa's lights go off on her hotel room. Yeah, I like that the lights going off was indication that they were definitely going to Wangtown, population two. Um, or... Or more. I mean, I guess Wangtown could grow in population in that context. Uh, but, the, yeah, but the candles were still lit, so that's how you know I mean, that they were sex and, and they, they leave the threads for a cliffhanger here as Ryan takes off his watch. And this will be played off in the next episode. Oh, yeah. Which they also do with... They do that with the fucking puka shells, too. If you, if you notice, Luke is wearing the puka shells when he shows up to uh, Julie Cooper's house. And then there's a Damn. specific note about the, the fucking puka shells. Um, Some long term. Well, not, I guess it's not long term because it's one episode apart. But it's nice to see these little little threats. I feel like this is what separates the OC from other, you know, like uh, teen dramas. Like yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's serialized, but it's also like attention to detail serialized. Yeah, so good, good the, work uh, on the showrunner, whoever that is. So Marissa Marissa shows up to Teresa's hotel room. Uh, and is like, hey, it smells like Ryan's jizz in here. <laughs> I brought a dress. Do you want to come to this party? <laughs> like, no, she shows up. Like, as soon as she showed up, I was like, makeover! Because uh, they do like a. <laughs> they have like a. They've skipped the whole she's all that. Um, they skipped the whole fucking makeover. Um, what do you call that thing? Montage. I don't they know. skip the montage. montage. Well, yeah. They don't really real... need that because it's not like it's not like there's a big transformation. She, uh, like she puts on Maurice a dress. Is already hot. You know, yeah. she just yeah. needs to put it's on like, oh, clothes. <laughs> this hot lady is still hot in clothes. Uh, they so the party. You know, all the pieces meet. Uh, Luke comes up to Julie Cooper, starts rubbing her back. Oh yes, pu- he does in public. <laughs> John, John that's how I feel. <laughs> That's no right, good. like mm. right, right in front of uh, Jimmy Cooper, uh, who's like, "There's." I like the the conversation he has with Julie is like, "There's no fucking way that this is ha- that you're doing this thing that you're doing," um, and that I, is impossible. I do want to mention that she tells uh, Luke like not here and to b- behave, and then he just looks at her and he says, "Your ass," <laughs> and like, God, I love Luke. <laughs> that was like. So, let's reiterate. So she is, 
She is boning her um, daughter's ex-boyfriend. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's right. Luke okay. used to used to be with Marissa for years. Yeah. So. Oh, Free, took her God. innocence. Yeah. So like, but like Luke was cheating on Marissa, mo- presumably multiple times throughout their relationship. Um, now he now he's banging her mom. And now he's banging her mom. So. Although Luke, Luke, Luke had a, a large transformation of changing character between cheating on Marissa and now going to town on her. Mind. Yeah, he went to a Rooney concert and it really fucked up his whole life. He definitely did some drugs at that concert. <laughs> uh, and it changed his perspective on it. Um, yeah, and then, like, so Ryan gets that letter from Anna for Seth because for some odd reason, there- Caleb... Is well, like I'm gonna pay attention to my grandson for the first time in his life. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like there's some stuff there's some fucking stuff going on in this this party. First of all, like Anna has a great moment with Summer. Summer and Ryan have a fucking great moment. Uh, Anna, like Anna and Ryan have a great moment. Yeah, I, like I'm getting like yeah. Anna and Ryan had like a legit like moment that like hit me harder than I thought it would. Uh, I think like it's just it's because you don't get to see them interact a lot, but like the Ryan was the reason that Anna kind of came onto the show in the first place, so it was kind of nice. Um, yeah, it's a they lot were, of they met at they met at Cocktillion. Um, but she <laughs> says something to him that's like just incredibly powerful. It's like she says like, uh, so I wrote down she says you have the best life and you deserve it, and it's just like oh my god, that's just she's just so perfect she's, she's so great. sweet yeah, yeah. how was, amazing is that line like because you know that was I think a if you a weirdly genuine moment in like a show that i feel like doesn't necessarily have too many of them i don't know every like every that. moment with luke on screen is a genuine moment <laughs> but i don't know man like anna god it's so sweet because like you know you don't ryan doesn't necessarily like he's not taking a step back to like think about oh my god like this is you know, I deserve to have this like modicum of happiness, even if ostensibly like it never really happens because he's always wrapped up in drama. But like, yeah. hey man, like you had a rough go at things, and now like things are going to be a little bit better for you. Um, yeah, and also and he's Anna, like, like he's no not one... a bad dude. So yeah, uh, if anything, God, he's Anna's the least so fucking perfect. <laughs> he's the least bad dude on this show. <laughs> and uh, you you touched on this, but like the scene with her in summer is real sweet, and you get more Golden Girls. Uh, references where she says bye Blanche and Summer says see you thank you for being a friend it was a beautiful moment travel down the road and back again wait what's going on here (laughs) Uh, let's move on are we is this the the this the is the karaoke bro- edition. Com- the coming Marissa. soon, the Golden Girls rewatch podcast. Yeah, the 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 bro girls. I don't, I Golden don't know. Bros. I, I Golden would be in on that. Yeah. I actually posted a poll. What rewatch show should I do? And somebody actually wrote in Golden Girls. So the people want it. Thing. Who are you to deny the people, Harold? Yeah, I like. I mean, and yet nobody likes the A team for some reason. Uh, yeah, the I sucks, pity man. the fool who doesn't like the eighteen. Uh, I I don't know if I've ever actually watched an episode of the Golden Girls, so um, just throwing that out there. Well, don't worry. There's going to be a reboot that we'll be talking about soon. <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> um, it's it's an OC reference. Reference. No worries, Harold. Uh, Eddie. Eddie shows up and fucking beats the shit out of Ryan. <laughs> 
Yeah, like he deservingly. I put, I put. They get into it, and Eddie very deservingly punches (laughs) Ryan right in the face. Yeah, and they throw him in the pool. It's great. Like we have. Wait, 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 no, no, no. Before that, Ryan drives Eddie Mm -hmm. through a table. Yeah, like he he's showing the strong (laughs) style here. Eddie takes a straight flat back bump here. It's fantastic. I would not yeah. fight Eddie if I was like, if you paid me to do it, because he's a very tall, large man, and he looks like he could murder someone. He looks like he has murdered someone. And then, and then this fight, it all culminates in this big scene where Eddie grabs him, he punches him one final time, and Ryan takes a huge bump into the pole, and uh, then Eddie gets thrown out. Um, overall, I'd have to give the match about like three and a half stars. Like it, it was a good one. It was a good match, but what do you, uh, what do you call it? The Forza Horizon Three, Horizon. <laughs> of, yeah. of OC fights. But it's, yeah, but it, it's, yeah. <laughs> would you say it's no? Uh, it's no Omega Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. It's no, it's no six star match. That's for sure. <laughs> God, like, I, the, like I, let's take it a second. I mean, that match was fucking incredible, though. Like it was something else. Like I've never seen either of those men wrestle before, and that fucking shit was incredible. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was impressed by Ryan's form. Like, you can tell he's a little green, but, like, the bump into the pole, oh, phenomenal spot. Like, a bit of a spot <laughs> monkey. There wasn't too much to the match, you know, table spot, pole match. But you but have like, to love how all these pieces time. are connected, because, like, Ryan has the note. The note gets wet. Yes! Uh, Seth can't read the fucking note, um, and that leads to Journey. Yeah. Yeah, all you can read is that it says, I love you, and so he obviously assumes that she wants she still has the hots for him. Of course, because it is Seth Cohen. And then Summer does does ask, like, why Seth cares? She says, uh, last week you stood on a coffee cart declaring your love for me. Now you're like, Anna's letter. I can't read it. Um, and, like, I'm glad Summer's standing up for herself here because, like, Seth is being, like, the most self-absorbed person possible here. Yeah. Now, I, as a member of Team Summer, I was proud of that. Yeah, like she, I, I like her in this episode. Like, um, she's had some good character development here lately, standing up for herself, which is good to see. Like, Seth has clearly taken the stage as the worst character. Um, Harold, I would like to get your opinion on this, uh, real quick. Like, who's your least favorite, uh, OC character that you've seen in this episode, and who's your favorite? Well, apparently, uh, well, I've seen Caleb guy is a bit of an ass. Yeah, he is legitimately terrible, for sure. <laughs> Don't uh, worry, Harold. Someday you'll grow out of these comic books. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. yeah. God, what a I piece mean, of garbage. I mean, you and you guys have kind of convinced me that Seth is no good. We're just we're just bringing the facts to you, Harold. Yeah. Seth has his course, Eddie, Duke, just... You should... Move to, move to Maine and open up a bar. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a lot of unlikable characters, huh? Yeah. You, you're like, this episode is like right in the middle of a couple of subplots, like the Caleb subplot and the Eddie one. Like, Eddie is a pretty recent addition to the show, so. Um, yeah, but that, that, that makes sense. Um, um, so who's your favorite, um, yeah. though, Harold? Who are you enjoying? Uh, summer. <laughs> okay. Summer? Okay, you're a summer guy. I can respect that, even if you're wrong. Okay. So, <laughs> Welcome to Seth, my world, Seth kisses Summer and he goes to leave uh, Anna from leaving to Pittsburgh, which is understandable because Pittsburgh is a terrible place. And why would anybody want to go there? Um, 
Note that the, this is a 2004 episode of a show, so it takes place at the security checkpoint, not at the terminal uh, like a 90s show would. Yeah, I do I do have to mention, um, before we get into that, the journey section, Caleb walks up to Jolie, and he's still trying to like get back with her after he got uh, denied were they his, a uh, booty call. Oh, oh yeah. yes, they were. Yeah, Jolie yeah. fucks, fucks a lot of stuff. Caleb she- just... She's, Hi, Juju. She doesn't just have one type. She's got a range. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. You know, when you get she around. Fuck, fucks boys. She fucks old men. She fucks stealing lying li- yeah, thieves. thieves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She has. She had a penny that had alopecia. <laughs> <laughs> Where's China but, uh, now? That's what but I'm you see, you see Caleb and Jolie getting back together here, which, uh, We'll see uh, develop more on the next episode. Sorry, uh, Luke. <laughs> yeah, some foreshadowing. Oh, don't worry. Yeah, so John the Journey's playing. Well, uh, yeah, Separate Ways, which is like my like my favorite Journey song. And fucking um, <laughs> Seth tries to like throw some shade on Journey, and and Ryan's like, "Hey, don't mess with Journey." This uh, motherfucker. The classics, man. Ryan gets it. Um, Luke loves like Seeger. Them. Oh God, he does. Yes, Seeger. Truly really loves Seeger. Right? Yeah, Bob Seeger. Bob Seeger's awesome. Bob yeah. Seeger is awesome. So Kyle Seeger, getting... third baseman for the Seattle Mariners, is awesome. So while we're while we're getting to the uh, to the uh, the climactic airport, final scene, Marissa and Theresa have like a really funny exchange where Theresa's like, "I'm embarrassed. I can't believe this huge fight happened at a party." And Marissa's like, oh, that's not the first time it's happened. It's more common than you think. Yeah, isn't um, there, like, there hasn't been a party on the show in a while, um, but every time there is a party, there is a fight. Yeah, and uh, then Teresa basically says she's leaving, and uh, she tells Marissa to take care of Ryan. Uh, yeah, and then we have the final goodbye girl scene. This yep. is... This is the the scene that John was waiting for the whole episode. So, I I mean, so this fucking kills me. And there's going to be a gif of this on the on the on the show. A what uh, of this thread? A a gif. A gif. Some some cream and peanut butter. It's a a heart cheese just like me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Jesus, shut the fuck up. Like, she's, like, fucking gonna lose it the whole goddamn time, and she's just so sweet to the goddamn end. Like, to the worst person, too. Like, Anna, heart of gold. Yeah. Anna's a good girl. Oh, my God. This scene, and, like, the the thing thing she tells Ryan are, like, ugh. She's just so perfect. Like, she's the only person in the show who hasn't done anything horrible to anybody. Um, So, I've, I've written out, I've transcribed even these final moments here i would i would like to hear john and alex read read anna's goodbye i think it's like a very uh, climactic moment oh so alex uh, clearly you're gonna be I want, before gonna... we get into this one thing i want to say about the airport scene as they mm-hmm. are the music playing it's a they get freaking journey but they go with a crappy cover of if you leave and not the omd version they have yeah, a no, lot of crappy covers I, on this show. Yeah, I have a note. Yeah, I have a, a note that says another girl. another repug cover. Uh, all right, we're gonna do this scene, and then we're gonna have to wrap up the show because the furnace guy is gonna, is about to be here, which throws our whole day for a fucking loop. And I apologize, guys. Uh, it's okay. No problem. Anyway, so 
All right. Do you you're, do you want me to be Anna or do you want me to be No, you're Seth. Uh, you're clearly okay. Seth. You don't deserve to be Anna. Harsh. Uh all right. Um set the scene for this with this opening line, Tyler. I need I need to get in character. Seth arrives at the airport and finds Anna as she's going through the TSA. You love me. I read it. And I get it. I'm so sorry if I did anything to hurt your feelings or cause this, but I don't want you to leave, okay? None of us do. Seth, I love you as a friend. What? Cohen, I love you as a friend. It doesn't say (laughs) Azerbaijan. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I think you're an amazing guy. A little self-absorbed maybe, but great. I mean, if there's one thing my relationship taught me is that we don't have a lot of chemistry. So you're not leaving because of me? I'm leaving, I'm leaving because I need to leave. But who knows? Maybe one day we'll be perfect for each other. I just can't do this justice. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I do know I have to go to Pittsburgh. I'm moving, Seth. I thought I could make this ride, ride alone, but I can't. Thanks for coming. Thanks for saying goodbye. Anna, wait a second. What am I going to do without you? So wise and all your sage wisdom. What am I going to do without that? Confidence, Cohen. You Confidence. know, John, you are underselling your acting ability because I started to tear up there for a little bit. Dude, ah, oh, she's so fucking good. Two great final lines in one episode, too. And I don't know, like, I don't know if Anna ever comes back to the show. I'm, I didn't get to a point where I would know that for sure, but I think I she so. might. Yeah, it's a crazy send off, and uh, the episode ends with Seth and Ryan, you know, wondering if the girls that they're supposed to be with just left because you know, Anna goes to Pittsburgh, uh, Teresa goes back to China, which is like a thirty minute drive, so it's really not that big of a deal. But yeah, yeah not a, yeah, not a big deal. Um, it's a good. It's that's a good ending to the episode, though. I like the oh, wait, the two of them. There is there is one good line I have to mention. Ryan says they could hang out with Luke, and then he says, I wonder what he's doing right now. And Seth says, discovering fire, <laughs> hunting and gathering, shaving his chest with a buck knife. You guys like, could do that together. <laughs> Seth, Seth has good thing, like good lines, but uh, we'll, we'll find out what Luke is up to next episode. Um, all right, so so uh, I'm sorry that we can't uh, banter a little bit more, but I gotta uh, I got to get going. Um, Should I read Carol, the, thank the dis- you for having me on. This yes. is oh fuck! Way I almost than I, I thought almost, it was gonna be. Yeah. You thanks for keeping thanks for keeping me honest, Alex. Uh, young Alex, hit us with uh, what's gonna happen next week. Um, Sandy and Jimmy, this is uh, excuse me, episode twenty two, the L.A. Uh, Sandy and Jimmy caught in a bind get help from an unlikely source. Marissa, Summer, and Seth go looking for a good time in Los Angeles. Uh, I like Ryan how they just too. left Ryan out, out of that. <laughs> These descriptions <laughs> so. are so fucking bad. So anyway, Harold, thank you so much for coming um, coming on the show. Here. Yeah, I hope you had a good uh, time watching the OC I for the did. first time. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Uh, maybe you. you'll listen to the show now. I think I've heard from people. I've heard from people that, that the show is uh, fun to listen to, even if you're not familiar with the OC. So who fucking knows? Um, you can follow Harold at uh, at USFH bomb. So that's USFH B-O-M-B. It's all letters, baby. All letters. Uh, you can follow Tyler at at Tyler Treese. Uh, Alex is at send Alf. me feet pics. <laughs> Hacks. AL Hacks. fighter uh, 27. Uh, you can follow the show at at the bro underscore C. 
Um, Send us letters. Hey, John Anderson. Uh, Nobody sends us fucking letters. Oh, but here's what I really want to harp on is if you could please uh, uh, rate and review us in iTunes. We had a really, really, really flattering um, review from – did we read that already? Kumar Zimmerman. We haven't read it, but I I have it it prepared here. Uh, He says, of course we got bagels. Five stars. Love listening. Please keep the episodes coming. Thanks for the episode where you have to explain what a pager is. I laugh so hard because this is my everyday interaction at work with those who are much younger than me. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so sh- shout out to Kumar. Oh, man, the first guy's here. Uh, all right, that's it. Bye from the bro C. Bye, Bye from the bro C, bitch. What are you doing here? Okay. Maybe it's just the champagne talking, but I'm just going to say, okay? Please do not leave because of me. What? What do you you love me. I read it. And I get it, okay? And I'm so sorry if I did anything to hurt your feelings or cause this, but I don't want you to leave. Okay, none of us do. Seth, I love you as a friend. What? God, I love you as a friend. It doesn't say Azerbaijan. Look, I think you're an amazing guy. A little self-absorbed, maybe. But great. I mean, if there's one thing that our relationship taught me is that we don't have a lot of chemistry. So you're not leaving because of me? I'm leaving because I need to leave. But who knows, maybe one day we'll be perfect for each other. I don't know. I do know I have to go to Pittsburgh. I'm only sad. I thought I could make this way home, but I can't. Wise and all your sage wisdom, what am I gonna do without that? Confidence,